Hey everyone, today I am here with my friend Sacred Thomas and I am really excited on many levels because not only is Sacred a really fun person to chat with, he is definitely a person where you are going to want to go look them up on Instagram. We are also going to want to prepare yourself first because you will have a fear of missing out when you look at his stuff. Like it does inspire FOMO because he lives this amazing life doing things with his profession and his career and I just can't wait for you to learn more about who he is as a person and to also hear about his fabulous life. So Sacred, welcome. So excited you're here. Hey, thanks for having me. Okay. So I kind of like, I guess, <laughs> led into a little bit about, you know, how you're a fabulous person and all that. So tell everybody just a little bit about, you know, who you are, what brought you to this point and what you do. Sure. Um, so my name is Sacred Thomas, and I was actually originally born in Miami, Florida. Um, I was raised there by my dad, who uh, he's an actor. Um, he was actually on the, uh, the show Miami Vice back in the 80s. Yeah. And my mom was, was also a model. Um, so I was raised in Miami. Uh, I ended up moving to Texas at the age of 14. Uh, Frisco, Texas, went to school down there. And uh, once I graduated high school, I moved down to San Marcos, where I met you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I went to school down there. I started a party bus company while I was in school. And uh, that, that kind of changed the trajectory of my life. Yeah, uh, I, I actually was running it while simultaneously going to school. And it came to a point where I was actually starting to fail out of some of my classes because I was so focused on the business rather than actually class so I I, I just made the decision to drop out and just do business full-time mm -hmm. and um, you know ran that company for seven years yeah. before I started asking myself a question you know if time or money were no object what would I spend my time doing oh. and uh, you know I started asking myself that question repeatedly uh, for about about two years and uh, finally, the answer was I would travel and I would film. So I bought a camera, mm -hmm. learned how to use it on YouTube. And uh, now that is all I do. I, I yeah. travel and I film. <laughs> it's just, it's so awesome. And that's why I wanted to hear everybody tell you, hear you say it. Because if people did, if they just went to your Instagram now, they would just be like this dude, you know, he just lives this amazing life. And they wouldn't necessarily know what it took for you to get here. And you did have to make some really hard choices and really think about it. Just even that decision. Well, like you say, the move to Texas and the change of your family and different things, but then even being in school and really making that choice when your business did start to do so well, that's a hard decision that, you know, there's so much shame attached to it. Like if you're going to leave school and what do I do if the business doesn't go off, but you know, you really taking that leap of faith in yourself. And then yet again, another leap of faith to recognize, okay, yes, I have money and I have success, but what do I want to do? And I think it's just so powerful that you were like, this is it. And not only did you say, this is what I want to do. You invested in yourself, time, money, all of those things to make this a reality. And now that's why I get so excited to look at where you are and to see what you're doing, because I know what went into that. None of that was just like, oh, I'm going to go travel. Like it was several stages in the process. So yeah. Absolutely. Talk, so how hard was that? Like, did you just trust in yourself or was it kind of like you had to really think through it? Well, you know, it's funny. You, you actually said that there's, there was some shame attached. That 
there was probably like one percent shame. <laughs> um, so I, I I'm not really the, the person who's gonna say don't go to school. There's definitely reasons to go to school, go to college, and I don't regret it. I would do it do it all over again. I made so many connections, met so many different people, but at the same time, um, the way that I was raised was to really follow your dreams period it's and and at the end of the day you're going to spend the majority of your life working Mm -hmm. working to support yourself your family um you know the people around you so you might as well enjoy what you do so even even as a kid whenever you know they ask you know what do you want to be you want to be a fireman or a cop or a doctor none of that none of that actually you know, none of the normal jobs really made sense to me. Yeah. Um, so I just, I, I, I would always, I guess, just even in my head, just ask myself that question. You know, I said I did it in a span of two years, but I would just always be thinking about what it is, you know, is my purpose. So, um, you know, when something finally clicked, it was really easy. You know, I'm going to make all my students listen to that and listen to this because first of all, I'm glad there wasn't shame attached to it because that's what so many of them are working through. And that's why it was the first thing that came to my mind. You know, there's so much pressure, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to be? And so much of that pressure is tied to money in, uh, in our society. Yeah. So that's what success is, right? And so I see so many kids in college who are just, you know, really don't, haven't found their passion or their purpose yet. And they're hoping that through their degree, that's going to bring them to the job that's going to show them their passion or purpose. And it, it just, it scares me. It makes me nervous that that's the, that's the model that we've created. So to hear you talk about it that way and being raised in an environment that didn't frame it that way to then give you that, the, that powerful tool to be able to think through that and really know that that was an okay decision. Like that's right. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, they, uh, you know, just as a kid, we just, we're, we're, we're told to go down this cookie cutter path and somewhere along the line, you know, we're, we, we're, we're kids are dreamers, you know, you know, we, we try to make believe everything and somewhere down the line, we lose that. We're saying, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. But at the end of the day, if you can get good at something, you can make money from it. There's, there's tons of people, there's, there's over 7 billion people on this earth. There's tons of people who have the same interest as you. Mm-hmm. And especially now with the power of social media, yes. you're able to kind of cut out the middleman um, and, and do a lot of things and grow your own brand and, and do the things that you actually love to do. Yes. I love, it's so funny that you said that. Cause just today I was thinking about like how I was going to intro you in the beginning and stuff. And I was like thinking about how you're a dreamer. That's like how I was going to describe you, yeah. you are, because you are, you're, you, you, you dream about the things that you want. And then that's how you work toward these things that you create into fruition. And I don't think you lost that. And you're right. So often we lose that. We lose that childlike spirit or that thing that pushes us because then it becomes attached to, like you said earlier, the financial pressures of you know, supporting yourself or a family and things like that. And so somewhere along the line, dreams become tied to, is it going to make money? And it's like, then getting back to what was the dream? What were you good at? Where was the passion? And then using that to make money and not getting stuck in the model of like what that has to look like either. You know, it can look like, it can look like buying a camera, getting good at it, and then going and filming all these events. Cause talk to us about some of the places. What are some of the favorite places that you've gotten to go? Um, so 
off bat egypt is one of my favorite places uh you know i, I kind of got lucky with that one i have a cousin that um does a, a yearly trip to egypt and um right in the beginning when i was getting started in this he asked me to come along and basically film the trip you know he had uh, 10 people going out there and uh, he wanted me to film and just document the whole thing and create a, a, a promotional video that he can use to uh, use every year for the you know the next trips um and then i think tulum uh was also one of my favorite ones i, I was able to actually film a guy named fletcher cleaves over there so Fletcher is a uh, inspirational speaker. He travels all over the U.S. Uh, and the world. Um, he his, his his story is he was actually a college football player. Uh, he got a full ride scholarship, and uh, right before he was supposed to start, he gets into this bad car accident. This girl was actually texting and driving, and uh, runs him off the road, and now he's paralyzed from the neck down. And, you know, his story was, was it inspired me because it, one, when I was actually filming him, I, I did not realize all that it took for him to actually travel and do the things he does. But for someone to be paralyzed from the neck down, for, from someone, for, for someone to be a college athlete to be completely paralyzed and rebound from that and now travel all over the world speaking mm -hmm. after spending so much time with him I'm like I can't have any excuses yeah you, you know he 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 has issues getting around mm -hmm. just normally just you know you can get up and walk away you know you get up and walk to the bathroom you know he needs help going to the bathroom you know, he needs help getting on a plane. He needs help getting off of a plane. If we're going to the beach, he needs someone. He can't, he can't roll through that himself. So he needs someone to help him. Yeah. But for him to be able to gather around the loved ones, the family and the team to help him still travel, you know, that's, that's, it was, that was one of the most, most inspirational things I've filmed. That's so um, well, um, you inspired me to want to reach out to him to see if he would be willing to come on and share some of his story also. And, you know, Saker, just hearing you talk, that's what you do. And I think that that's why you're so passionate about filming is you, you tell other people's stories through your videography, you help them share their dreams and share their lives. And that's why what you capture behind the camera does, is so magical. Like when you watch what you filmed, you can feel the excitement or I love watching the videos of you filming actually, because yeah. <laughs> yes, I do, because I know you and I can see it. I can see you in your flow. I can see you on, like it just, it, the energy comes through. And so that's why you are so good at what you do because you're just in your flow. It's awesome. So I can see I where that was a that. really great project for you to work on too. So I appreciate okay. that. So because your work is so immersive like that, and you're also traveling, you know, does it ever get overwhelming? Do you ever feel like you need to step away or are you just so in it that it fuels you all the time? Oh, I definitely get overwhelmed. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I, I try to do a lot at, you know, I try to do a lot. And um, one of the things I need to get better at is really delegating tasks, but um, just, I, 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 I think I think my thing is I'm starting to learn to say no to things because <laughs> especially when I first started this, you know, 
you know, people ask, you know, what do you want to film? Do you want to film fitness? Do you want to film weddings? Do you want to film documentaries? You know, I, I, I wanted to, I just, I want to figure out what my favorite thing is to film. And um, so I've just been filming everything. And mm -hmm. so when everyone asks me what I, what, what's like my specialty, you know, I, I have a couple of different things like fitness as one of the things I started with and um, travel videos, one of my passions but you know besides that you know i i'm still learning i started professionally in february 2019 that's not a long time uh, that's that it's been two and a half years so um i'm still learning and i'm still growing it's you know it's interesting to hear you say that too though about you know that you're wanting to try all these different things so you can find which one you are really passionate about which one you're like and I admire that because I think that that's one of the hardest things about being an entrepreneur too. And that's what I've struggled with is that there are so many things that I'm just trying to decide what I like about it or, you know, where I want my focus to lie. And then there are people, you know, other business people say like, well, what is it? Who's your clientele? What's your customer? What's your message? Where do you want to go? And so I found myself kind of almost being shut down creatively because I felt so much pressure, like I had to make a decision or a client avatar or whatever it was, you right. know, instead, <laughs> Absolutely. Of like, instead of just being able to sit with it and, and really say exactly what you just said. It's like, well, you know what? I kind of want to try all these things because I don't yet know which one I'll like. And that doesn't mean I'm trying to be wishy-washy about it. And it might mean I like them all, which that's kind of what happens to me too, is I'm like, oh, but I like right. them. This is fun. So that's, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> though, like, you know, too. So part of that entrepreneurial spirit then is like, all right, dialing that in and figuring out, even if you like all the things, which ones can you delegate or how, how can you open that right. up, but like not give all your energy to a hundred things. And that's a really hard thing to kind of learn and work through and understand too. Absolutely. And, and really, as my social media has grown, it's gotten even harder to do. Um, just, just because now that um, I know you mentioned I, my Instagram, but um, I, I grew my TikTok to oh, yeah. it's a, it's at, at about one hundred and seventy one thousand people right now, um, and it hasn't. It'll be a year in uh, January, I believe. Wow. Um, so just just with that new level of attention and. Um, to actually be able to grow it from zero to 171,000, wow. you know, I've had to, it's, I've had to put in almost full-time effort to actually do that. You know, it's, you know, you're posting four to six videos a day wow. to get to that point. Wow. So, um, you know, but it's all part of the process. But I'm glad to hear you talk about that because that is something that I, I struggle with too, you know, the social media. And, and that's so funny because I've watched your TikTok videos on Instagram because I'm still like worried that I'll like get so consumed with TikTok that I'll never do anything else. Um, <laughs> so I, like, Isn't everybody. Yeah, I have too <laughs> of a personality to like go down that hole right now. Um, but but that's what you know you're right it's this that model of business where you do you need to be active and engaged and you want to grow your followers and your fan base because then that leads to other jobs and all these things but the social media inside of itself can become so consuming especially if you are trying to you know engage with your engage with the people who are then watching your videos and things like that so yeah do you feel like how how did that work for you? Were you just like excited about the different videos or and then it just kind of grew organically or how did you go about 
getting the mass followers? Um, well, so I actually had a TikTok, I don't know, maybe a year before that. And I tried it. I posted some stuff that I've already had on Instagram and um, wasn't getting much traction. So I was just like, oh, this is dumb. <laughs> you know, this is dumb. I just stopped using it. Yeah. And then my my sister, um, she, she posted some stuff on there and it started going, uh, mm-hmm. her stuff started going viral. And she's like, yo, you need to get on TikTok. Like, I'm like, okay, I'll try it again. And um, this time I tried it and I actually researched, I'm like, okay, how to grow on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I ran into this guy named Robert Benjamin and he had a free online course. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm like, that's that's what I do. I take online courses. Like if I, yeah. if I need to learn something, I do that or figure it out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I found him and I took his free course and use the information that I uh, got from there to grow from zero to 10,000. Wow. Um, and once I got to 10,000, I'm like, okay, well, he has a paid version. So let me go ahead and you know buy this and see what I can do. And then basically the fundamentals that I learned from his course is what I've used to grow to where I'm at now. That's awesome. And uh, the That's ultimate awesome. goal the ultimate goal with that is, you know, I want to grow to uh, over a million followers. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason for that is, is, you know, I, I know some people over that, that hump and you have a, to me that it's, it's, you have a freedom of choice. You know, mm-hmm. you, you've, you've already built your own brand. Brands are reaching out yep. and um, you're able to charge uh, mm-hmm. a substantial amount of money for posts. So, you know, you're, you're really able to, to, to kind of create what you want to create as long as you create within, you know, you grow your brand within what it is that, you know, you love to do. Right. Yes. You're growing the brand in the way that it's things you love to do. And I love that you, again, what did you do? You invested in yourself. You took the time. You're like, okay, I want to learn how to do this. So I'm going to take this free course, which is awesome. And that's why I'm so excited. I'm going to put courses up on my website too, just exactly for what you're saying. There are so many things that people can learn to do or, or enhance their lives in, in ways there's free things, there's paid versions. It's really just committing and being willing to take the time to do that. Right. So once again, Absolutely. what did Rupert do? He took the time, invested himself, and then he's like, yep, this is working. So I'm gonna throw a little money at it because I'm worth yeah. this investment. And that's what I think too is what you're doing. Those are the solid business steps that so often as entrepreneurs, <clears throat> people don't take. They think, oh, I shouldn't spend money if I'm not making money yet, or I don't want to take a class because it's taking away from this, instead of looking at how those things are also part of it. You know, part of it is that continued growth and that exploration mm-hmm. and the ways that you can keep, you know, aligning with your purpose, like you're saying, but expanding your reach. Right. And it, it actually goes into, you know, you, you, you're talking about me taking these courses. It's, you know, I dropped out of school. I didn't stop learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's if anything, I started learning more and I became even more hungry to learn. So mm-hmm. I just started learning the things that I was interested in. Yes. And that's that's the thing is like I always tell my kids are always giving me crap because I'm always like I'm learning about this or I'm becoming that. And it's really just I'm a, I say I'm a lifelong learner. I like the idea of learning about new things and expanding my mind. And it's what's brought me to meet so many people. Like I think about the ways that you and I connected and have had these conversations 
And it's all through, uh, you know, wanting to learn about new things or new interests. And I think that that's something so important because that's where two people feel stuck sometimes, I think. Whereas if you just kind of realize maybe you're stuck right here, right now, but think about all these other possibilities, you don't even know what you might want to do or what you could do or what a new hobby could be or whatever. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So growing this TikTok follow and getting all that, I mean, do you, do you basically need somebody full time to start managing this for you? Right. Because you can't keep everything going with that. And then actually having to go on jobs and everything. Right. Um, eventually I probably need somebody, but right now I, I, I still do manage, but you know, maybe over 500 K we'll see. It's yeah. what, I guess what I feel the worst about is that, you know, I used to answer every DM. I can't, I can't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah, but um, that's, that, that's sometimes I feel bad about, you know, I, I'll post something and then, you know, I know some people are trying to reach me, but I just can't get to them. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I, I try to tell people to email me. That's the best way, way to reach me. And also the best way to weed out the people that are serious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause that goes back yeah. to the time management. Cause how do you, how do you manage that feeling of being overwhelmed and burnt out? You know, when it is something, especially like that, cause social media is kind of omnipresent. It's not like there's a working hours for it, you know? Right. Um, let's take a breath. <laughs> you know, I remember to breathe. I remember, I remember that, you know, sometimes I'll, you know, I'll just take a couple minutes and just breathe and, and get back to it. Uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know if it's in my blood or what, but I'm, I, I love to work and I love what I do. So, you know, that when I, when I do get overwhelmed, I just remember that, you know, I remember, I remember the, the ultimate goal and, um, and I also in my head, I, I just, I just try to figure out, okay, obviously worrying isn't going to help. So what are the actionable steps I can take to take the next thing off of my plate? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's pretty simple, nothing like crazy. (laughs) But I think like what, you know, what's important for people to, to recognize too, is that there's a difference between being a workaholic and like, I'm working, 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 getting burnt out versus like when you're working so much and feeling because it's inspiring you and, and refueling you. And so often that's what you're, you're working so much because it's inspiring you and refueling you. So then you don't want to stop because you are so much right. in passion and purpose. And I think that that's what such a big part of this message is, is like yeah. working to find your passion and purpose, because then all of a sudden, like, I honestly am at work all the time because I see my work in so many different things. And that in mm-hmm. no way upsets me. It excites me. It makes me fuels me creatively. And so even when I go take space for myself, oftentimes I'll start thinking about work because I'll be like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, and that allows those creative ideas to come in. Right. Yeah. But that's because I feel like I am in my passion and purpose with where I am at work. Right. Versus I've had times in my life where I've just been working because I have to complete a project or do something. And then I'm feeling stressed and I'm at work all the time. And why don't I need a vacation or I need to get away? I don't feel that anymore because now my work is more fun to me again. And so I think that that's where what you're saying, you said, I guess it's just in my blood. It's like, no, I think it's because you're in your, you're in your purpose, you're in your purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's what's fueling you. So even just stopping to take a breath, resetting, that's all it takes. Right. And that is not simple advice. It's like the best advice ever because taking that breath is like, 
resetting your nervous system, giving your mind a second to slow down. And so often when we're worried or anxious, that's what's happening. Our body's getting ahead of our mind and our mind is taken off. So it's like what you said is, you know, recognizing that the worry isn't helping. So what are actionable things that can do? And Absolutely. yeah, you just said amazing advice. What do you mean? It's so simple. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you do it for so long, it's just, it, it's, it just seems pretty mundane, but I realized that, you know, a lot of people, we, they want, they have these big goals and the places that they want to get to, but we got to realize that we all have to go through the process to get there. Mm. So, you know, you're going to have to fail a couple times to get to the next step. And, you know, a lot of people give up before that happens, but you just don't have necessarily the mindset that you need just yet to get there. So you have to keep trying, keep trying. And yeah. And that is, that's so hard sometimes to recognize too because we want things that when we want them or we, when we do have dreams or visions, we then tend to have expectations attached as to what that should look like. Right. And I was just saying um, to one of my friends last night, that something I had thought about and wanted is kind of like unfolding, but it looks different than what I thought it would look like. And I was just saying that if I could let go of how I thought things should look like, and just recognize that this idea is going to happen it would be so much less stressful, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think that that's what, you know, going back to the being the dreamer, like you were saying, is that, you know, it's that advice of being the dreamer, but then also recognizing that that doesn't mean that those dreams happen overnight. That doesn't mean that they happen with, you know, just out of thin air. It's like you have to, and I don't even want to say you have to work hard. That's not what I'm trying to say, like work, work, work. It's more about how are you working and what lessons are you taking from those setbacks and things like that. And, and um, I think that that's important because like you say, it, it is hard sometimes to look at people who are at a certain level and know that that's where you want to be, but then not necessarily know what it took them to get there and thinking that it was just, you know, something they didn't have to work for or achieve. Absolutely. Um, do you get a lot of people reaching out to you now since you have so many followers asking for like business advice or how to grow their followers or? I do. Yeah. You know, I try and I definitely try to help out when I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I've definitely had a lot of people reach out to me about you know, hey, you know, I want to become a photographer. Or I want, I want to become a videographer. So, you know, I'll, I'll point them to the same resources that I use. Good, and that's something. So that's what I was going to ask you: is like, is it hard sometimes? Because I know you do have so many um, resources that you've used, but then you also put out a lot of content showing people how you do things. So, you know, do you have a, a kind of a standard that you tell people? Because basically, sometimes people want free advice from you when you really, what they're asking you to do is coach them on how to build their business, right? Right. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, so it's, it's especially when they're trying to build their social media, I just point to Robert Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't get paid to point to him or anything, but I, I just know that his system worked for me. So. I send them the the links that I used and uh, I tell them, you know, I use this, I use this free program to get to my first 10,000. And then if you like that, you know, go ahead and pay for pay for it. But um, what I have noticed is that I'll send it and they won't watch it. Oh, yeah. So um, and that, that's not going to stop me from actually yeah. still giving the, the information out there. 
but um you know it just it just shows it. i mean people want things a lot but you still have to put it put in the work you know yeah. and um watching a free course is is just the beginning the beginning right. of that process right and that's so yeah. i actually um i kind of spouted off a little bit about this to a friend recently because I have so many friends who were saying, you know, well, I read this book or I did that, you know, but I don't feel any better or nothing changed. It's like, you can't just read them and you got to work at it. You got to, you got to take yeah. the material, you got to absorb it. You got to reflect, you got to think about what that looks like for you. And that's why, you know, it's, it's called doing the work for a reason, right? Yeah. It's not like it just happens. And I think that that's true, not only for like healing work, like what I'm talking about, entrepreneurial, social media followings, things like what you're talking about. It's recognizing that even, you know, it is sometimes going to be uncomfortable or difficult or frustrating, or you're going to have those set blocks or roadblocks and throughout all of this. Right. But it's then going back to like, if this is your passion or if this is your purpose, or if you really want to heal or whatever it is, do it right. Just like do yeah. the damn thing. And it's like getting you to do it every day. Yeah. And show up, showing up for yourself. And I, I just said that, like, it was so easy, like, just do it. It's not, it's hard to like make that commitment and have that perseverance and have the resilience when you do fail or when things are hard. But I think it's like, again, what you are so good at doing is coming back to the, yeah, but why am I doing this? It's because this is my purpose. I'm choosing this because this is what makes me happy. So this is why I'm going to put in this work over here, or I'm going to work these long hours this day, because I know what I'm working toward, you know, for the next step. So I think that's just such a good, your, your work ethic is just undeniable. You. <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, I, I wish that I could even call it work ethic. Like you said, it's, it's something that I'm passionate about. So I enjoy doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't even have to think about it. Mm -hmm. so what advice would you give to people you know you're saying like okay work at things and you know um pursue your passion do you have um you know advice for people when they do really feel like i i'm hitting roadblocks or i just you know what are the things that inspired you to keep going when it was frustrating wow this conversation is full of so many actionable steps to making your dream a reality I hope this is all resonating and I hope you have a pen and paper to take notes because it's just that good. I wanted to take a minute and let you know how much I appreciate you clicking play today. Fun fact. Did you know that I upload the interviews on YouTube and on podcast platforms? Yes. Search for being whole podcast, YouTube channel, or where you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to both formats to ensure that you never miss an episode. Um, my why, you know, my why just for me and, and this, this may, you know, everybody's got to figure out what it is that fuels them, but I've, I've really never given myself any other option. Mm. So it's, you know, that, you know, some, some people, you can have a plan B or, you know, if this doesn't work out, well, then I'll work here or I'll do this. It's just like, if this doesn't work out, then nothing's going to work out. So um, that's really what fuels me. So I, I have to figure out, it's, it's kind of like, okay, this, this may be an extreme example, but you know, if you don't do this, you're going to get pushed off a cliff. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, figuratively, like if, if I don't keep pushing forward, you know, I don't really have another option you know for me i just i i don't want to work for the in a corporate world um mm -hmm. i don't want to 
I, I don't want that type of lifestyle. So like, this is really my only option for doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will say I, I would work for somebody else and, in, in, in only if I believed in what their mission was mm-hmm. and what they're pushing out, what they're doing. If, if I feel like I'm part of something bigger than myself, I would do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as of now, this is my only option. <laughs> But I think that that's such an important thing too, is to recognize, you know, what it would look for you. And that's what it would look like for you, for it to, you to choose something different would have to be that, yes, you saw this other thing that you were passionate about that inspired you instead, you know, for you, it isn't like, oh, I could make more money over here. So that's the next step. And that, exactly. again, I just want, I want to keep going back to that because I think that it is something that we are so fueled in our, and I get it. I get it. We all need money. We all have to pay our bills and it's hard yeah. not, especially if you haven't had money in the past, it's hard mm-hmm. not to have that be the driving force to do things. It is, absolutely. you know, but it's like the idea that success doesn't have to just be tied to your financial compensation and certainly what happiness is tied to right so just even you recognizing like this is what makes you happy and so that's why you're going to work at it and knowing that because I know other people offer you you turn down jobs there are things that you don't take because it doesn't align with what you want to do or where you're going and that's something to even recognize too like even in times where maybe you know it's like okay should I say yes for money or should I say yes for that like you don't you really stay strong in like this is what I want to do if it doesn't interest you or align with you and I think that's something to really speak on too because again when people are looking at people who are successful they don't necessarily always see all those choices and you're very transparent about no these are choices I've made these are things that I've done because that's your business sense right you're going to build your business from your purpose and that's why I think yeah so what what do you have coming up talk to us more about like where we can find you what's going on in your life um, so you can find me on all social medias at Sacred Thomas, or if you um, want to go to my website, it's sacredshot.com. Mm-hmm. But what I have coming up, um, so I've got a couple things. So this next week, I'm going to New York, and oh. I'm going to be filming in upstate New York. I've never been there during the fall, so that that's going to be, it's going to make some pretty interesting drone shots. I'll be filming a golf course up there. Wow. Um, and then... I'll be back for a couple of days and then I'm going to be doing a vlog in Lisbon, Portugal. Wow. And it's actually going to be sponsored by Core Culture. And okay. uh, Core Culture is a, uh, a nutrition and supplements company. Uh, right there. They're brand new. They're out of Lockhart. And wow. um, I, it's, it's I, you know, I've done brand posts for different brands, but I actually am an ambassador for core culture just because they align with my values. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, they've, I've been lucky enough for them to say, Hey, you know, we know you're doing this vlog in Portugal. We want to sponsor your trip. So, um, wow. it's, it's going to be exciting. Um, but besides that, yeah, I do want to talk about, you know, so video has been my passion and, and it continues to be, but they're, there was something as, as a kid that I always wanted to do. I always wanted to get into music. Oh, really? Um, okay. But I can't sing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I love music. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, audio is a very big part of video. Yeah. And um, I've learned uh, a decent amount about it because of that. 
And um, through my travels, you know, I've gone to festivals, concerts, different things like that. And uh, so I, I invested in actually some DJ equipment. No uh, way. I'm, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start DJing. Um, it, it's actually right next to me. I'll probably hold on. That's so <laughs> awesome. I can, can imagine the energy you're going to bring to places. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so what kind of events do you want to DJ? Or are you going to be working at? Um, so, got to do it. Wow. Okay, that looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I'm going to be doing... So, I've always been passionate, not always, but within the past, like, six, seven years, I, I found uh, electronic music. And the reason I love it is because it, it brings together all life, all walks of life, all different types of people. You know, there's a lot of times it's not... It's not there's not a whole lot of lyrics, but you're, it's you just kind of vibing to the beat and you're mm -hmm. just vibing with each other. And then the festivals that uh, electronic music puts on is, um, it's just, it's, I can't even really describe it, but uh, I, that's, that's really where I want to go with it. So I want to DJ electronic music. Um, I've been practicing low key. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just like I taught myself how to do video, I'm going to do the same thing with this. Uh, that just this time, I actually have some people that are willing to help tutor me. So um, it should be fun. And, and you know, whether I'm DJing at a club or I'm DJing at a festival, I don't really care. I just want to make music and just, you know, explore another hobby. You know, where it goes, we'll see. But it's something I want to do. Oh, that's so good. Like, no, that's another example of you're just, you're a yeah. lifelong learner. You're like, yep, I thought about yeah. I want to do it. So I'm going to learn yeah. and I'm going to, and it's, then it becomes a hobby, but it's a passion and it's something else. Like, yeah, yeah, that's so cool. And I, yeah, the electronic music, it's just the vibe of it. Like you're saying, you know, you yeah. feel the energy. And so yeah. it's so funny when you see people who don't think they like any of that kind of music after they just hear it for a while, you'll like notice them like moving a little bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you that's can't, the goal you can't help but like not you know like, yeah. like it makes you move yeah it makes you move <laughs> well that's super exciting yeah. I love hearing about that okay now I'm already trying to like think of all the ways we can incorporate this in different things because now I just also I'm gonna need there to be like some massive party with glow sticks and all the things uh, <laughs> I got I got a DJ name now okay what is it what is it it's going to be Amadeus. Amadeus. Okay. Tell us about so, how you chose that. Well, that's my middle name or one of them. Mm -hmm. It's one of my middle names. And, um, you know, just, I was named after, after, uh, Mozart Amadeus and, you know, famous musician composer. So, uh, I think it fits. It totally fits. <laughs> that's so perfect. I love that. Oh, that's great. Well, and it's so funny. You said you're not a singer because your sister is, you know, yes, <laughs> she took all the talent. <laughs> Yeah, so how does she feel about you branching into the musical area? I mean, uh, she's she's chill about it. She here's the thing: my family like, oh, okay, cool, go ahead, go ahead and do it. But once once you know once things start popping up, like, oh wow, you were serious. Just, <laughs> like you know, they support it, but you know, um, even video kind of took them by storm. You know, mm -hmm. it's just once I started actually doing it, that's when my sister's like, oh wow. We can work together. I know. I'm like, I yeah. The I'm like, yeah. For her. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've done some great videos. 
I'll have to ask her on here too, because she has some yeah. really great, I mean, her, her um, social media too, just seeing the different um, songs that she sung and the different videos she shot. And, you know, that's where, again, um, I, I love, I, I don't like social media that much. You know, this, like it stresses me out, but yours is one I'll actually go watch because it makes me happy because I know that you're out there doing what you love to do. And then you're seeing these beautiful places and that I then get to see vicariously through you. So I'm excited that now I'll also get to see cool music stuff through you. <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay. I have to also ask you, you're, you know, obviously you do the video stuff and you have now the music, but you're also like really into fashion and everything. You're always posting things about different oh, yeah. fashion. So like, where does that influence kind of come in for you? Um, you know, as what, after high school, um, I tried modeling and, you know, I, I did some things. I did a couple shows. But I don't know, the industry, it didn't, it, for some reason, it didn't agree with me. I just, it, it was too, I don't know, it was too cutthroat and um, I, I just didn't like the energy it brings. So, I mean, with social media, I can kind of do my own thing. <laughs> so I can kind of do my own thing, model what I feel like, what modeling. And um, I mean, that's, that's really that simple. Uh, honestly, when I, when I do my, you know, my walk videos with different clothing, um if, if it's not a brand giving me the clothes then um it's my sister styling me she's she's actually she's actually a very good stylist but um you know the goal for that is just to be able to you know work with different brands and wear cool clothes yeah that's simple. <laughs> well, it, it's working yeah. But I think that that's another, a good, a good way too to look at this, you know, when you're thinking about your business and you're thinking about all the things, like everything you do, you're working to build things and you're doing it in a way it's clothes you like, it's things you like to do, but you're also looking mm -hmm. at that, like, how does this fit in with my business? And that's something that I think is important too, because, you know, it's great to have dreams and we all have dreams and things we want to do. But yeah, so how can you fuel that? Like you said earlier, how can you take those things and use it as something that's going to make you money or bring you different, right. or bring you different resources, you know, and just really kind of thinking outside the box in terms of, you know, what could this bring? And you already said it, Core Culture now sponsoring this vlog that you're doing. And that's a company that aligns with your values. You know, that wouldn't have happened without social media. That wouldn't have happened right. without you absolutely deciding to take a chance and then in those types of things. So I think, again, it's like looking at at these other things as opportunities or ways that you can promote yourself or build yourself but do it in a way you're doing it in a way that's authentic to you not just in a sellout way that to make money right. or whatever yeah right yeah and I, as you bring the it, when you bring up that it all kind of meshes together i just it made me think about you know one day djing on a stage where the big screen is playing something that i created and i'm wearing clothes that were sponsored by someone else you know, it's just, I mean, the possibilities are endless. So it's just, I yeah. think it's important for us to always keep dreaming and um, better yet, just, you know, take actions towards those dreams. Yep. And that's just, you know, yeah. like visualizing yeah. that, thinking about it yeah. and then taking the steps of how, how can you make that rea that a reality, right? And so often we get caught up and we see again, the big successful people without then just thinking about, yeah, okay, well, how did they get there? What do those steps look like? And how can I break it down? It's, you know, that even goes back to what yeah. you said earlier. I don't worry about it. I think about what actions I can take. So it's the same thing, right? It's okay. This is this big goal I have. What does it take to get there? And what are the things I can do today in this little step to make me toward the next chunk, toward the next chunk or whatever it is? 
And I think that that's something where, you know, you just mentioned this big dream, but all of the things that you've been doing are the building blocks to that, right? Yeah. And, and allowing us to look at those things as building blocks and little things we're doing each day that are building, that's why they're building blocks, right? We're building right. that dream instead of looking at the big dream as like impossible and I'm never going to get there or whatever. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so glad that we got the chance to talk today because you are so busy. When I asked you to be on the podcast, I really was like, okay, you know, in 2023, when Sacred has <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm super jazzed that you were able to come on like so soon because um, everyone, we were joking before we got started, Sacred and I get to see each other once a year for sure because he's the videographer for the TEDx <laughs> University event. So it's like always exciting to me that I know I have one date in the calendar per year that I will actually get to see him in person. So, um, but I'm just, you know, I'm really thankful that you were able to be here today. I think like what you have to say can really inspire a lot of different people who are, you know, thinking about what their purpose and what their passion is and just wondering even how to go about getting started on that. So yeah, I'm really appreciative of your time. Well, I appreciate you having me on and, uh, you know, hopefully I can, speak to someone out there and, you know, help inspire them to actually just go for it. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you want to talk about or have to say before we sign off for today? I appreciate you having me on, you know, I, I think, I think we covered quite a bit. I appreciate everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll link everything obviously in the show notes and tell yeah. everybody where they can find you. Yeah. And again, thanks for just sharing so many of these different pieces of yourself and being so willing also to share resources and to talk to people about really what's made you get to this point. And if, if people heard one thing today, I hope it's that they heard that your passion and your purpose is what keeps fueling you. Because yeah. if we can remember that and keep getting back to that, like, nobody can take that away right because that's internal and that's inside of you and so I love that that's the message from today so thanks again for everything sacred can't wait to talk to you again I appreciate you okay. see ya all right talk to you later Bye. I had so much fun getting to sit down with sacred for today's episode his light truly is inspiring and I know that the world needs and appreciates his magic I hope you love today's conversation as well Let's get into a few of my takeaways from this chat with Sacred. As Sacred said in today's episode, if time or money were no object, what would I be doing? Ask yourself this often and be open to what it leads to. Never stop dreaming. Always be curious of how you can turn your passion into money. If you're interested in learning how to do something, for example, growing your social media, there is most likely an online course or YouTube video to give you the tools that you need to kick everything off. Working to find your passion and purpose excites you and refuels you to keep repeating the cycle. When you don't give yourself any other option, then it really fuels you to figure it out and make it happen. Your success isn't directly tied to money. Stay strong in your morals and your why. And when you're living in alignment in your business and your life, that's where the true sweet spot of success lies. Thanks everyone.